0: Well, on this monday morning without a cloud in the sky let's get a little sunshine from our good friend nolan finley editorial page editor for the detroit news nolan good morning good morning to you guy and jamie lloyd and everybody else so new york times Siena college out with a poll uh after we talked last week that shows that uh, just how unpopular both biden and trump are when you look at folks in the middle. Uh, that many more than willing to consider a candidate other than Joe Biden when you, uh, put Donald Trump up against a, uh, a generic Republican would beat Biden by 10 points in Michigan and every battleground state. Uh, and, and vice versa. When you put a generic candidate in for Biden, they do much better against Donald Trump. What are we to do in a space where you've got two candidates that are that unpopular?
1: pick somebody else. I mean, there's nothing in our Constitution that says we have to elect a Republican or a Democrat when we go to the polls. Those those parties are not embedded in our guiding
0: document. Is that someone Joe Manchin? Manchin?
1: Could be. I saw some articles yesterday. Uh, all of a sudden, you know, now people are, are starting to, to, who people who dismiss this whole third party notion started talking about third party over the last couple of days, and I saw someone was out with suggesting a pairing of Mitt Romney and Joe Joe and Mitt Romney also retiring from the Senate this year. That would be an attractive ticket for me.
0: Uh, the Democratic legislature, uh, leadership rather, in the legislature, they passed that legislation last week to implement Prop 1, which is that financial disclosure initiative that voters passed a year ago, but you said that the leadership in the legislature' is no more committed to transparency than the Republicans and predecessors were.
1: No, nobody wants to be accountable for uh for their finances and you know this legislation they put in place doesn't do the job, and it doesn't do what voters asked them to do when they implemented Prop one or when they passed Prop one a year ago. The implementation legislation falls way short. You can still take gifts, trips, all kinds of other perks uh and not report them and you know you, you, your spouse can take gifts trips all sorts of other presents and not report them uh how is this accountability uh, there, the penalties are weak uh i think it's $25 a day for not filing your report with a cap of 1000 or 2000 bucks uh, it has no teeth and, it's it's just a symbolic gesture to get this off their plate and let them go on vacation early.
0: Nolan, your point of view about Green Township, it's small but mighty, 3,200 mm. residents, but they recalled a lot of people.
1: They did. They called everybody they could recall. I mean, these are folks who didn't want this plant in their community, and the state of Michigan, you know, sort of steamrolled them. And their local officials went along. They had no ability to reach the state officials who pushed this through, but uh, they were able to get to their township officials. And if you look at another thing the legislature did last week in stripping local control over uh, solar and wind mill siding decisions, uh, right. I think there's going to be a price to play for that because people want control over what goes into their towns. And, you know, that's sort of basic, basic democracy that Governor Whitmer and the and the Democratic legislature took away from them last week. You know, local communities communities will have no say in where these battery plants, windmill plant, or at least windmill and solar plants will have no say over where they go.
0: Well, and there's also a question. I mean, heavens to Betsy, years ago, we would have recalled a board that wasn't. Pursuing jobs for our community. Now it's a little bit more problematic than that. What's interesting, Beth LeBlanc has a, a story in in your newspaper today that twenty percent of Michigan lawmakers at some point have signed non disclosure agreements with a state agency that keeps them from sharing information with taxpayers on economic development projects that are subsidized by yeah, taxpayers.
1: Great, great piece. Great You've got to you got to wonder who they work for. You, you tell me that I mean these are your employees, and you're telling me that they can't talk to you. I mean, one of the problems out there in with this Goshen plant in Green Township was there some of their local officials signed non-disclosure agreement. And these people didn't know for months that this plant was partially owned or and probably fully controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. And folks don't want that in their backyard. And you know you've got to wonder what. They're hiding what all of these lawmakers who signed NDAs are hiding and what right do they have to hide it from the people who pay their salary and the people who are funding these projects that are coming, coming at hundreds of, th- hundreds of thousands of dollars per job. I mean, this is outrageous what the, what the MEDC is doing in terms of cost per job.
0: Nolan, you, all, you also said that the Republican Party is, is heading, looks like the, the Republican Party in Michigan heading towards uh, bankruptcy, and that could be a good thing if the National Party comes in and kind of reorganizes things here.
1: Well, something has to happen. I mean, good Lord, this this is an awful situation for Republicans in Michigan. Their party is completely dysfunctional, and now doesn't have the money even to pretend to be a political party. Michigan is very important in this upcoming election, and you'd think that the the national party would step in here. Uh, Rashida Tlaib censure. Your thoughts on that? Have we spoken to you about that yet? No, but we did write about it last week. And you know, she, her I mean, she's my congressman out here, and I'm I'm ready to say you know anybody but Tlaib. Uh, in terms of my own vote. But, uh, yeah, I mean, what she said, the things she's saying are despicable, despicable, they're anti-Semitic, but she's got a right to say them. And I I think the last place you want to tell someone that you can't speak your mind, you can't say what you believe, is in the halls of Congress. That's where we're supposed to be debating this stuff. So I say let her talk, let the voters see exactly who she is.
0: Yeah, but I I don't see any meaningful challenge against her yet, Nolan, which is kind of disturbing, giving so many problematic stances she has taken. Got to ask you, your publisher, Gary Miles, interesting letter uh, from him this week. Uh, He's saying, you know, it, it, it troubles him that all these NCAA investigations that are out there, we don't learn about it from the school that's under investigation, in this case, the University of Michigan.
1: Well, again, a public body, you know, not being as public as they should be, and we have one. Of, there's a piece of legislation pending in Lansing that they didn't get around to last week, sponsored by Ed McBroom, that would bring these university boards under FOIA, fully under FOIA, and the Open Meetings Act, and that I think that's an essential piece of reform that the that lawmakers ought to get to. You know, these public institutions have to start realizing who who funds them mm-hmm.
0: and right now those boards are elected
1: they are they ought to be appointed i mean uh, three of the boards are elected in michigan 12 aren't and the 12 that are appointed rather than elected seem to do a whole lot better in terms of their management than the huh. than the elected boards
0: and at least you've got some accountability to take them out if they don't right. perform up to your expectations yeah, no one... and you know Go ahead. Well, we're a little bit out of time, but we well, yeah. uh, we thank you Too for bad. yours <laughs> on the money. Yeah, because there's still a whole raft of stuff. I was just kidding. We I know. Well, there's always next Monday. Hold it for then, when I'm sure we'll, we'll be wow. uh, yet another as the world turns. Take care, my there friend.